y'all. This is What Fresh Insight, a show that looks at the big questions from new, unexpected angles. Who are we? What is really going on? And how do we bring good into this mundane, sublime, spiritual, and sometimes silly world of ours? I'm Sarah Bariza, a writer and musician. Sometimes we use the word influencer to talk about, you know, the person who influenced me to buy, like, I don't know, a particular kind of laundry detergent. But I think that actually we have influencers in our life in a much bigger way. People who change the course of our professional lives, people who shift how we think about the world, people who invite us to imagine a bigger, better, more loving world to be in. And so on today's episode, I want to talk about the people who I have invited into my own life to influence me, to change me into the future. Now, this whole list of folks, I I have met one of them, and then only briefly like 10 years ago. The rest of the folks, they probably wouldn't know my name. I don't know why they would know my name. People who I've, you know, occasionally commented on their Instagram posts or, you know, responded to their newsletter. But by and large, you know, I have had very little contact with these folks, and they are not, you know, buddies of mine. And yet, these are people who have really influenced my life, people who have changed how I parent, people who have influenced how I think about myself as a professional, how I decide to be myself in a public way, and people who help me imagine a better way to be in the world and a better future. In putting this list together, I realized what all these folks have in common. Because at first glance, I'm like, wow, like they don't share professional affiliation. They don't share you know, there's a, there's a lot of difference in this group. But what I realized is that all of these folks show up with generosity in their public work and they show up publicly. Of course, we can all be completely private in our lives and reserved, but, you know, you're not going to influence people's moral formation or change how they parent or anything like that um, if you completely keep to yourselves. And what all these folks have decided to do is in at least some aspect of their life, they have decided to share that aspect of themselves publicly and to do so frequently, to do so in a recurring kind of way. Most of these people produce at least some sort of content, a podcast, a blog, a you know Instagram post at least every week and sometimes even more than that. And in deciding to share themselves in that way, in writing these books, in being a public speaker, whatever their whatever their venue is, whatever their content stream is, they have decided to participate in other people's formation. I, I have no idea if these folks think of themselves in this way, but because they have continued for years and years and years in like all of their cases to show up with generosity, they, they have formed me as a person and I'm sure they have formed many other people. So here is a list, a, a nice uh, even list of 11. Uh, we're going to go with that's a, it's a prime number, you know, guys, it's, it's a good number because it's a prime number. And uh, these 11 folks, here are 11 folks who have uh, changed me as a person and who I continue to invite into my, into my brain space um, to, to change me into the future. First is Gretchen Rubin, Liz Craft, and Sarah Fain. Now, Gretchen Rubin is an author of The Four Tendencies, The Happiness Project, and a number of different New York Times bestselling books. And her sister, Liz Craft, is a television writer and producer. And together, they host the podcast Happier with Gretchen Rubin, which is like super mega, you know, millions and millions of times downloaded. And then Liz Craft, with her writing partner, Sarah Fain, hosts Happier in Hollywood, which is a kind of professional work-focused podcast. Now, these three ladies have been in my ears for probably 
five years at least. Um, in fact, Happier with Gretchen Rubin was probably the first podcast I began to listen to regularly. For years, my husband and one of my best friends had been like, Sarah, you need to get into podcasts. And I was like, I will finish my dissertation. I cannot handle any more inputs in my life. And guys, I'm really glad. Like, I mean, one, I'm glad I finished finished my PhD. But really, I'm glad that I started listening to podcasts because I'm glad for the influence that Gretchen Rubin, Liz Craft, and Sarah Fain have had in my life. They formed me in a good way. So next up is Christine Coe. And Christine Coe hosts the Edit Your Life podcast. And where I particularly see her is on Instagram. And I love how she shows up so generously in her life, in her professional life, and even in like some mundane things of her life, you know, with her crossword puzzles and doing yoga for shoulder pain. I love seeing how she, how she is in the world, how she does education for young people and how she parents. It's a great example for me of someone whose kids are a little bit older than mine uh, to see, oh, here's, here's how to be in the world in a wonderful way. Speaking of parenting, I have been following Joanna Goddard's work for a very long time. She is the founder of the website Cup of Joe, J-O, and oh my goodness, I have read, if, if I counted up her blog posts, I'm sure it is many, many books, many times over that I have read from her, and she is such a wonderful example of parenthood in a warm and kind and really, really a loving kind of way, not uh, not neurotic, which is good. Uh, a lot of, to me, a lot of um, parenting type stuff online is extremely neurotic and not, not so with Cup of Joe and the community that she has built there. Speaking of generosity online, uh, I, th- I think of two different people who not only show up generously, but who basically preach the gospel of showing up with generosity. And that would be Dan Blank and Seth Godin. They both host podcasts, um, both have written books. Dan Blank uh, particularly speaks to creatives and especially writers, and he has a wonderful um, newsletter that he releases every week. And he is constantly encouraging writers and other creatives to show up and share their work with generosity. And as a creator myself, I really need that. It, it feels, feel I constantly feel like, well, I should just keep my work to myself. No one is ever going to really, really care except, I don't know, maybe my mom and my husband. Hi guys, I love you. Um, but I, I continually feel insecure about sharing my work uh, in, in a wider kind of way. And I am grateful for the encouragement from Dan that shows up in my inbox every Friday via his newsletter um, and via his his podcast. I'm continually grateful for that encouragement to just get out there and be generous. Same with Seth Godin. Uh, Seth Godin hosts hosts the Akembo podcast and has been blogging for a very long time. He's written many New York Times bestselling books, and he he preaches the gospel of sharing with generosity and doing it all the time. And this is to me, it's not a message that you want to hear once, but a message that you want to hear over and over again. Again, if we're thinking about uh, how we change into the future. Most of the time, we don't have a lightning bolt moment of like, we heard the one thing and then we have miraculously been changed. Sometimes that happens, but mostly we need to hear the same thing over and over and over again and and practice that, to, to not just practice it, but to hear the importance of what we're doing over and over and over again. And uh, that's that's something that uh, Seth Godin does in my life. Next up is Sean Crawley, who is a writer and an artist and a professor. And I follow him mostly on uh, Facebook and Instagram. and. His continual emphasis on what he calls otherwise possibility is infectious. It helps me imagine 
a world that is radically different from the one that we live in, one that is better, that is more kind, that is more generous, but is really just more full of love for ourselves and for our neighbors. And I am continually grateful for the reminder that the world that we have is not the world that we have to have. And finally, three more people, KJ Delantonia, Jess Leahy, and Serena Bowen. They are the co-hosts of the Hashtag Am Writing podcast, which I listen to every single week and have for years. I think there's something like 300 episodes. And I love it. It has been such an encouragement to me as a creative and an, an encouragement to me as I kind of figure out, you know, where am I going as a writer? I have a book coming out in two weeks. And man, I have learned so much from these three people. Again, going back to the whole sharing with generosity, this is like a labor of love for them. I think sometimes people think you put a podcast onto the air and suddenly like you make a lot of money. And actually, most of the time podcasting is is a is quite a drain on the on the finances, you know, unless you have a really, really big podcast. And I am so grateful that that these three people chose years ago to start podcasting and chose to take the time and the effort to share their very hard-earned knowledge and to do interviews with people who have I had so many different experiences, you know, from all the different kinds of writing that you could have. I'm just grateful that they took the time and continue to take the time and the energy and the brain power and the money to put a podcast like that out into the world. So those are a nice prime number 11 of of people who I have followed for many years at this point and who continue to influence me in what I consider to be a really positive direction, a direction that is oriented towards love, that is oriented towards kindness, towards my neighbors, and towards a better future. Next up, a read and a delight. This past week, I saw a friend on Facebook post about this book called The Music Shop by Rachel Joyce, and I thought, oh, I'm into music, I should check this out. And I was able to get it through my library app and I like read it in two and a half days. It was fantastic. It's a kind of, um, I would definitely call it a warm hearted story. And it's a little bit sad, but it's, you know, not too sad. And it's beautifully written. I, I had to stop several times and just like take in the imagery, um, not just like, you know, a flat out description of what was going on, but the imagery of, of the scene. Oh, so good. And then I found out after reading it that there's actually a soundtrack that goes along, which, you know, appropriate the music shop, that there would be a soundtrack that you could uh, find and listen to as you read. And a delight this week. Tis the season. Uh, y'all, the Girl Scout cookies are great. The Thin Mints, the Samoas. Oh, good stuff. I am thankful for the little kids in my life who uh, get me to buy their cookies and um, eat them. It's quite excellent. Thank you for listening to What Fresh Insight. I'm Sarah Bariza and I am online at sarah-bariza.com. You can find my newsletter there and um, links to other stuff that I do. I'll be back next week. Mm-hmm.